I'm about to. Miss Kim swagged off. What's up, guys? Hey, listen, I, I work in fashion too, so that's the, the yeah, plus side. <laughs> All right, um, we're gonna get this interview started. Okay, what's up, guys? This is Kim Dillinger, the fashion gangster. I am here with Miles and Little Zane, the stars of BMF. I'm super excited. Mom. to be interviewing you guys super dope um then we have like a little connection you're semi like a new yorker although we don't consider yonkers new york <laughs> you don't just after jada kids just embarrass the world you don't consider yonkers new york no not really I don't you guys are like... we just embarrassed y'all like that i know you're not ripping harlem are you oh no i'm a brooklyn girl i'm a brooklyn girl i'm a brooklyn girl oh. Uh, we, embarrassed you know, we definitely embarrassed Harlem, though. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna give y'all that. I'm gonna give y'all that because I, I I I love Jada, so I I, I see where we're going with this. <laughs> um, okay, so wait, before I even get into more details, let me give my fans, the followers, the viewers, everybody, just a little synopsis of you guys. So, guys, you know, Lil Zane is an American rapper, songwriter. And you have a lot of hats. Can can you break it down a little bit for us? Like the acting, the singing, the label, just an um, overall businessman. Well, you know, um, Zane Copeland Jr., aka Lil Zane, born in Yonkers, New York, raised in Atlanta. You know, I went to school elementary all the way up to high school in Atlanta. Um, you know, just you might have seen me in Dr. Doolittle too with Eddie Murphy, Fighting Temptation with Beyonce, um, Finding Forrester with the late Sean Connery. Started acting about 2000. Um, I got my first acting um, gig doing theater with a play, a play called Mad Hearts. Um, Tom Jones, this guy named Tom Jones wrote a play called Mad Hearts, put me in it. And ever since then, I caught the acting, acting bug. Um, you know, I've been doing music since like, the, the late 90s, you know, late yeah, 90s. Yeah, you were in a group, like you started, yep. like in a group. I, I, I remember that from back in the days. RCA Records back in the day when I was like 10 years old, I put together a group. I don't know how I did it at 10 years old, but I put together a group and I got us a million dollar record deal. Wow, <laughs> um, like. At 10 years old, but I did it. I swear to God I did. And um, you, were, you were basically made for this. That's why it happened that way. Man, I really, before people used to say that, but now I just accepted that I am made for this. I've never had a job. Um, every job I tried to work, every job, every job I tried to work, they told me, get out of here. This ain't for you. You're supposed to be a rapper fool. So, like, I never had a job. Um, you know, it's this has always been my passion. Um, you know, just to give you a little bit more, I started a record label, Moolah Making Music. Um, I've been owning my record label since, like, 2000. Um officially since 2017 um so we, we're about we're about what four years in my record label i got three artists that's about to come out and just go crazy um i found the artist akon if you you guys know akon that's one of my yes my, my um accomplishments that i'm proud of um i, I gave the world akon um wow you know it's crazy I didn't even know that. So you just yeah, taught me something just now. Yeah, like, I didn't even know that the um, little Zane discovered Akon. 
Yeah, the world knows Akon because of Lil Zane, you know what I'm saying? And, um, and because he was already great himself, but, you know, just I had an opportunity at a young age. I was signed to RCA Records, and I was just a really business-minded person at a young age, and I seen something to Akon who was like 10 years older than me, and I seen something in him at the age 13, and I said, hey, man, you need to come talk to my dad real quick. And he listened to me. I went and got him a million-dollar deal. You know what I'm saying? With so with um with Electra Records, shout out to Sylvia Rome. So um, you know, I've been in the game for a long time since a kid, but always just been super young, but just thought like a grown ass man. So yeah. a lot of people think I'm a lot older than what I am, but I'm really still, you know, I'm still a young, I'm still wet behind the ears with this. I just knew what I wanted at a young age. And um I started really, really young. So even I've been in the game for a while, it's like starting at something at two. And you've been in the game for 20 years and you're 22. It's like, you're still young. You're just a veteran. I'm a young vet. I'm a yeah. young vet game because i just been around for a minute. And, you know, now I'm on the BMF series. Took some time off to raise my family. Got two beautiful kids, um, a girl and a boy, Liliana and Zane. And, um, you know, took some time off to just raise my family. And, you know, I wanted my kids to, you know, they're only nine and 10. So I wanted my kids to, um, you know, to know who their dad was growing up. You know, I didn't know who my real dad was growing up, so I felt like that was really, really important to me to put my kids before anything. And now they're nine and ten; they understand when I say, "Daddy got to go to work." You know, so they <laughs> it bothered yeah. me much when they were kids and they didn't understand that because when you travel, this world, man, is crazy. So you know, I didn't like leaving people with my kids and nothing like that. And you know, and I've seen a lot of people in the industry that grew up apart from their kids because they were so busy trying to be a star. So I never wanted that. I took some time off, you know, and God blessed me with this opportunity. And I decided to come back by doing BMF and working with 50 and Miles and Tasha Smith. And Tasha. I want to ask you that, like, because you seem excited already. Like, what is your feelings toward the success of the show? Just being in the presence of 50, because 50 is like also like a beast, just like you with everything that he's doing. Um, he's phenomenal in this director care. What like what are your thoughts and like I already know season two is coming and I'm already pumped up and excited about that. So like what are your thoughts? What do we expect to see more from Saki? Because that is your character. Like we definitely want to see more of you. You know you'll be here drapesing up Lamar. You know going now. Something they inspect. Um, with me, man, I just um I'm just expecting a. You know I'm just in, I'm just enjoying the moment. Like I like you said, I am excited. Um, this is a big opportunity for me. Um to be able to tell a true story, to be able to be a part, like my man Miles, we're part of a true story. Um, and it's, it, we both we both were very serious about bringing that, we were very serious about bringing them, them characters to life and, and, and telling the story the right way. And, um, you know, and thanks to 50 and um, Randy and Tasha, they just set the scene up for us to be able to go in there and really be the best actors that we could be. So I'm very excited for everything going on. Um, Season two is going to be phenomenal. I'm excited that the new, the young kids that are watching this, we got 13, 14 yeah. year olds, like this, just learning about BMF and they're excited. They're, they're, they're invested in each character. Um, Each care. I've never seen a show, not just saying this because of many, but I've never seen a show where it has so many characters you can love. Yes. So characters like you, it's hard to hate any character in BMF because even the baddest guy is so good at being bad that you love him. Yeah. I agree. And bad, I don't want him to, I don't want to have to kill this guy. 
Saki likes him. <laughs> I don't want to have to kill you, my friend. But it's just like he's that bad guy that you just like, he's so bad, but I love him. I don't even want to see him die. Like Slick was so good at what he did. People are devastated that Slick's character is dead because that's yeah, how I'm I know. And you know, let's switch over to Miles right quick. Let me introduce Miles a little bit so they can know. So Miles Bullock is a Los Angeles based actor, born and raised. His TV credits, of course, you know, is BMF, Woo! Marvel's Runways, Criminal Minds. I definitely watch that with you on there. SWAT. Like, I mean, okay, Miles, you're a beast. I don't know why they killed you off, Damn. but I feel like I feel like though, even though they killed you off on BMF, Fifty's gonna bring you back somewhere in some other. I tell you, what I just got going you. on. Zane, Zane literally just got done telling me that, and he's like, "Hey, man, I know he took you out, but hey, bro, he got he gonna bring you back some. He gonna put you back in some." Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, well, thank you for all that. Thank you for all that. You know, it's it's been amazing, man. Honestly, the 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 response from BMF, the 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 fan response, the fan reaction, the fan theories. People hit me up with slick obituaries. People hit me up with slick t-shirts. Uh, people singing a song to me left and right. It's going crazy. Um, it's amazing. And honestly, like for me to be a part of this show and then my character to have the impact that it's had and to be like a fan favorite and then be part, you know, of one of the most popular scenes of the show so far. Like my death scene has been reenacted more than anything I've seen. Um, people like sending me, I had one dude do it with puppets. I'm like, man, this shit is going crazy. Y'all going crazy <laughs> right now, bro. So um, this is really, really, really amazing. And like uh, to start from theater, doing, doing theater at Fresno State University. That's when I acted my first time ever. I did a play called A Soldier's Play, A Soldier's Story. And um, just to think about where I started at and then to come over here and be shouted out by 50 Cent and be working by 50, with 50 Cent and yeah. working across from Russell Hornsby and, and being directed by Tasha Smith. And it's just like, it's mind blowing. I'm seeing Fabulous, Fabulous sampled the song from my death scene, tagged Eric in it, Kofi Abrifa in it, doing what? like, doing bro, like everybody's doing like, it's crazy. Zane's about, listen, man, the world is, is going wild with this damn song and it's death scene. They are. Ooh. So like I'm just enjoying it. I'm just enjoying it, man. I, I no, you should you should because you deserve it. But deserve you and, and the thing is, you know, you know, BMF is all about loyalty, right? So my question to you: Why <laughs> do you think that Slick's character was like so loyal to the fall to Lamar when everybody was like little by little distanced themselves away from him? Like, why was Slick so loyal? Look, you know, at the end of the day, I think. You know, when you start something with somebody and, 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 and you came up with somebody and you just kind of want to see them win too. And it's hard for you to like distance yourself away. You know, look, we're all in, in positions where we're trying to ascend ourselves. And as we ascend, we kind of got to distance ourselves from some people that we might have, you know, came up with, but we know this ain't good for us no more. Slick wasn't able to do that. He was definitely the type of person where he, he held on to their history. Um, they came up in the drug game together. They used to run the, the E-Course streets and they used to run 12th Street. They used to make money together and they're trying to reclaim that. And I think Slick is trying to relive his glory days and that shit was not glorious. <laughs> um, God, that didn't work out. <laughs> that didn't work out, bro. Like, damn, you know what I mean? I think Slick was a hopeless romantic. You know what I'm saying? He's romanticizing about his time, uh, you know, when he used to make money, but the Jerry Curl got yeah. drunk. 
You know what I'm saying? The Jericho ain't as wet as it was. So, uh, yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy. Within this role, right, how different is it from all the other roles that you had in your career? Amazingly different. Um, the first, uh, a lot of the other, so, so the first, the other roles I had, I was playing like a dirty cop, criminal minds. I did like, uh, I had like mental breakdown. I was going through things. I was like trying to kill people. I was killing people and stuff. Um, yeah. So different. And I had 360 waves. Like my was different. Like my waves was crisp. Like my was running waves. My waves were, my fade was on best fade in LA. Um, you know, so for me to like pull up in this show, scruffy, hairy, uh, Jerry Curl, talking mm. mess, smoking cigarettes, drinking beers. Mm. Like that's not, that's not even close to who I am. That's not even close to what I was doing. Um, <laughs> and it was so amazing. And for me to come from theater, playing Othello, playing other things, like, you know what I mean? And then being able to come to this and talk mess, it's just, uh, it was so much fun. So this question is for both of you guys. Tell me a little bit about the casting process. So we're gonna start with Zane. Mm -hmm. Well, the ca how, how the casting process was for me? Yeah. Well, the casting process for me was, I had noticed that um, two years prior to me actually going for my, for my audition, I had seen that 50 was having like a worldwide kind of open audition. So um, I knew that he wanted, um, I knew from the top he wanted new actors. Because anytime you're having an open call, casting call like that, you're usually looking for talent that that people don't know yet. You know, because it's easy to just pick up the phone and call an agent and say, yo, give me give me Tom Cruise in here for the BMF. Like, he could have easily did that. He could have called anybody he wanted to. So for this man to have an open call, an open call cast, I'm like, okay, he must want new faces. I'm not a new face. He ain't going to want me. <laughs> you know, so that first thing off the top, I'll be honest, I'm not a new face. I've been out here. But what I didn't notice was because I took that time off, you know, and took all that time off away from the screen, it did make me a new face. Yeah. Grow those facial hair, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> on muscle, I might have grew my hair out a little. People knew me for having waves, like you said, grew my yeah. hair out, went crazy. So I didn't notice, I was, I didn't notice how much I had changed because we so stay stuck in our heads. So, Back to the casting process, just keep all that in mind. Two years later, when I get a call from my agent on the way to take some headshots because I hadn't acted in nothing in a while. No, I'm lying. I was doing a lot of indie projects. I hadn't did nothing big, but I had just got to the point where I got tired of rejection and I got tired of just waiting for an answer um, and getting all these no's. And I just started to create my own projects. So I had did four episodes of one of this uh, web series I was working on. and. I got a call in the middle of doing that from um from my agent and was like, hey, you still acting a little bit? And I'm like, yeah, sometime. Why? And I was at this point, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. I was I, I Miss Kim, I was I, I had told my crew, don't send me in no auditions. I don't want to do no auditions. Oh. Turning down auditions, I was not going to them because I was just like, I got tired of the rejection. I got tired of the, you know, it was messing with my self-esteem at this point. So I'm like, you know what? I gotta get out of this slump and I gotta, I'm, what's giving me my drive is working on my own stuff and nobody can, you know, so when he told me about the audition, I was really like, uh, I don't think I'm gonna get it, but it's BMF and I'm not gonna, I ain't gonna go in there. You, you can't win a lot of your own play. You know, yeah. you can't win a lot of your own play. So I said, you know what? I'm gonna do this, the last audition I'm gonna do though. I don't book this shit, 
fuck this audition shit. You know what I'm saying? was. So when I went and did the audition, when I read it, it was like muscle of the crew, attitude problem. At that point, I did have an attitude. I'm like, man, these niggas ain't gonna give me this shit anyway. Turn the camera on, turn the camera on. I don't know why that bitch want me looking in way. Whatever the worst was, I said it just like that one time. All right, send that shit in. You don't want to do it again? No, I don't need to do it again. They ain't going to pick me anyway. Wow. And sent the audition in. Swear to God. They ain't going to pick me. Go ahead. And- that's, that's probably exactly what was needed. That attitude that you had, like, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. That, that was the attitude of the character. Like... I was nobody to go into audition like that, but for this <laughs> character, it worked in my benefit. Cause honestly, yeah. I probably never would ever do that again in my life. Like going, it taught me to just do it and let it go. But I really walked in there, bro. Like, I don't give a fuck about this shit. I do, I want it, but I ain't gonna even invest my heart into it because I know they ain't gonna give it to me. Yeah. So I kind of did it and left it alone. Like you're supposed to do as an actor, right, Miles? Yeah. I did. First time I did it and left it alone and was cool with the outcome. Like, I already know I wasn't getting it. And when they called me back and was like, we're going to put you on a hold. I was like, oh, what is a hold? What is, I've never been put on hold before, except for on the phone. Hello? What is a hold, Miss Tasha? <laughs> She's like, <laughs> they, they compare you with other people and it's, it knows you're in the run. So it was like a, it was like a um, two, three week process of just, that weight and like, oh shit, like they might pick me, they might not. And I didn't tell nobody until, I didn't tell nobody until we was like four episodes in. Wow. That's just my, that's just my, I know it's kind of long jawed out, but that really was, it was a process. It just wasn't overnight. Like they had, they had auditions going for almost two, three years before our audition. So I already, my mind, I thought they had already picked the person. I, was, I thought they was just like, Doing some more publicity. <laughs> like, I can <laughs> auditioning for three years. Like, man, they got the part already. They just 50 trying to make this shit bigger than life. He, he just wanted, but went in there and booked it, man. And it was history after that. Here we are. Here we are. So, Miles, tell me about your process. Because, you know, you, you do the acting thing. So, it, I know it's going to sound way different from Zay. A uh, little. It's a little different, man. <laughs> Uh, a little different. So I actually, yeah, actually, I, I auditioned for a whole different show. I actually um never auditioned for BMF. I never auditioned. Ooh. Ooh, um, okay. Yeah. So I um I auditioned for um one of the spinoffs from Power, or, uh one of the spinoffs from Power, which is Tommy's The Force, Power Force, Tommy's show. So I auditioned for one of the leads in that show, and the audition was like sinister. Like the character was crazy. Like the character was crazy. He was dark. He was looking to kill somebody like he was violent, like a completely different tone from Slick, 100%. And I sent in all that, that audition on a Friday. I got a call the following Friday and they were like, hey, so you know that audition you sent in last week uh, for, for Power? Well, they actually like you for another show and you booked, it, you booked this part from that audition. And the show is called BMF and it's going to be head by 50 Cent. It's still a 50 Cent show. It's going to be shot in Atlanta. The character's name is Slick, but we don't know anything about him. So here's what blah, blah, it's going to be six episodes, boop to boop, and you go to Atlanta in three weeks. Bam. I was like, okay, for sure. And um, that was that. And then maybe like three days after I got that call, Tasha Smith 
called me, who's, you know, director and uh, executive producer. She called me and was like, nigga, who are you? Uh, I never heard of you before. Where do you come from? What do you be doing? So then her and I had a conversation and I told her like, you know, my theater background and how my master's and boo whooped and she was like, great. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to find the humor in the show. Nobody else is gonna be funny. Slick is gonna be the funny nigga. I want him to kind of be grimy, funny and talking shit. Maybe have some sunflower seeds, maybe have some this. And I was like, easy, I'm about to do that. So then that's what I created and it was on from there. Man. Yeah, I didn't even know. No, BMF was a thing. Like, I didn't even know the show was being created. I hadn't even heard his story. Me, his story is more crazy than mine because it's like he didn't even all this boy booked and didn't even audition. That's what I'm like. They were just like, you know what? Let's just get him. (laughs) He know. Look, he know what he doing. He know what he doing. Crazy is that to this day, to this day, when Randy Huggins, the uh, the showrunner and creator, when he talks to me. He tells me that when he saw my audition tape, he was still kind of like, ah, oh, he good, but I don't know. And it wasn't until my the first table read, Zane, after the first table read for episode one, and they mm. saw me and uh-huh. I, I brought like some extra flavor. Cause during the table read, you know, we did it through Zoom and on Zoom, I'm eating sunflower seeds through my, through, throughout my whole scene, my whole scene. I'm, I was doing some, I was doing sunflower seeds. I had an Afro pick at that, my hair was long. So I was like, eat sunflower seeds. So I was bring, I was trying to build all that energy anyway that I was gonna bring to this character so that they could kind of feel my vibe. And from there, like they just kind of fell in love with what I was doing. And so that's why they allowed me to make up most of what I said is slick. So most of what I, most of my lines as slick are made like improv. Like a lot of my stuff were improv. All my jokes were improv. Mm-hmm. All the shit talking was improv by me and everything. And they they allowed me to like. Like Randy, like, all right, all right, say just say whatever you want. Say whatever you want right here. All right, dog, you sure? All right, it's gonna be crazy. And um, and then uh we were able to make that. Hmm. Oh. So you kind of had like a little free reign over there on BMF Miles. Man, you cheated. Everybody <laughs> needs audition. <laughs> right, like I auditioned for something, it just wasn't that. Hey, but right. yeah, and it was crazy. And Zane will tell you on the set, she's been on the movies and stuff. Like it is not, especially for like a newcomer, like a person that's not a name, mm-hmm. right? To come in and like improv and bring their own stuff. That's pretty unheard of. Like that's not really something yeah. that's in Like you usually have to have clout to do that. You know, like Kevin Hart can do that. Samuel L. Jackson can do that. You know what I'm saying? These are the type of people that can, like Samuel L. Jackson says motherfucker in every movie, every movie, even when it ain't written. You know what I'm saying? But like only certain people can do that, you know? But, and so it was just like, I felt like, I felt like it was a privilege. Like I, I took it as a privilege. And so I was really trying to uh, be as precious with that privilege as possible and make them know that like, I want that I was doing everything with the opportunity that they were giving me, you know? So, yeah. So your your fans, Miles, right? They're they're texting me on Spotify Green Room right now. They want to know what is next for Miles. You know, they've also watched you on the SWAT and Criminal Minds. So they're like, okay, so we don't got him over here on BMF anymore. There's no more slick, but we need to know what direction to go to until further notice. So what's next for Miles B? Um, honestly, whatever God got for me, that's what's next. You know what I'm saying? Zane, uh, Zane is trying to prophesize. Uh, the next 50 cent show for me. So I'm, I'm from his mouth to God's ears. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to manifest that. 
Um, but honestly, whatever comes for me when it comes to the acting world, I'm gonna be ready for it. Uh, I, I've, I've been saying this and I'll continue to say this. My, my, my latest project will always be myself. I'm always working on me. I'm stealing that shit. I'm telling you now. I'm not giving you no publisher. I'm not giving you a publisher. I'm stealing that shit. Hey, my give you, I'm gonna say, well, my next project, just working on myself. <laughs> hey man, hey, cause it's real. It's real. Like, you know what I mean? We should always be our latest project. We should always be working on ourselves because everything that we put out in the world, it comes from in our internal being so like you know that's what i'm always working on so when that opportunity comes that next opportunity comes i can shine just as bright or even brighter than i did on bmf you know but something something great whatever it is it'll be great oh we know bigger and better and more and more and more it's like it's it's definitely coming for sure i'm sure 50 already have you like planted in his mind for something else already that's how his brain works miss kim i just wanted to ask you can you really just see the like love we have for each other like i really just like to see this guy talking just win like that's why our show is number one because we really really want to see each other win. Yeah. no really it's it's super genuine and i like the fact that you guys are both doing your interviews together it's like super dope you know that there's love beyond just being on the screen and i think a lot of the actors and just people in our community in general just needs to showcase a lot more of that because the collaboration, it builds us up. The competition, it tears us down. It doesn't work for us. Like, we don't benefit from the competition at all. Man, we, I promise you, when you come on our set, if they ever get rid of this COVID, you're able to come on the set, you're going to feel like family. Like, we all love each other. I bet you, even if he ain't in season two, he'd probably be on the set. Like, like I agree. He, he and I was going to ask you guys that, like, what... Like, I was gonna ask you guys that like, what was so rewarding from this experience, but I can already tell by the dynamics between both you and Miles and like the you guys have like a- The relationship, even if you died, I know somebody that died in the first episode, my cousin, my real cousin name is J-Mo. He, he played J-Mo, his, his name is um Holmes, Lindsey Holmes. Oh, Lindsey, yeah. My cousin, he played J-Mo and, um, and that's another fun fact that fans don't know. That's actually my blood cousin. But even though he died on the first episode, he was damn near on set every 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 um episode, and we still still talk to all the producers, all the all the producers, all the um all the executives. Like he's still like he's a lovable guy. Like everybody from that set just stay connected. Like even if you die on the first on the first episode, they're still because. Nobody wanted to see nobody leave. Like we was mad they killed J Mo. Like, damn, why they kill J Mo? Like, <laughs> but it's Joe and it's life and people die. But it's we all take it sad when when one of us die. Like it's like damn. Like we wasn't just happy. Like we like damn man. Like this is my guy. Like I've I've built the relate. I've built a relationship with this dude. So you know, and we all just want the best for each other. I really feel that like. If, if we all just want to, we, we all sitting at the edge of the seats waiting for Miles' next role. Like, we know what it's going to be. We already know what it's going to be. Yeah. Like, and it's crazy, you no. know, like, like, like the love we have for each other. Like, me and, um, me and Eric Kofi, the dude who played Lamar, like, me and, me and him, we spent so much time with each other offset that it was like when it, time, when it came time for us to shoot the death scene, it was so hard for both of us. Like, it was actually like emotional for us as friends being like, damn, bro, oh, like, I don't know when I'm gonna see you again. Like, damn, dog, because you know Eric. Eric is British, so he live. He's in London, so he's yeah. just. I'm just like, I'm like, bro. I don't know if I'm when I'm gonna be able to cross the pond to come see you, dog. So you know, we had spent three and a half months 
just rocking with each other and being with each other almost every other day. And all my scenes were pretty much with him. And so, you know, when we, when we're doing that, like it's the real emotion of like, damn, I'm, my dude, my dude has to kill me. My dude has to fire me, basically. Like, you know what I mean? like it's crazy. So, um, and you know, I mean, I was just talking to Da Vinci the other day. I was just talking to the homie Jason the other day. You know what I'm saying? Me and Zane just did me too. yesterday, and we was just talking. It's just, it's just such an amazing time. So, um, it, you know, it's just the, the relationships. The relationships are amazing. Tasha Smith is amazing. Everybody's just, it was just great. I love Man. it. I really love the dynamics with you guys. I have one more question because the ladies are sending me messages, Zane, because of course they want more music and your music is always geared to the ladies. What can we expect 2022 and beyond Lil Zane, new music? I know you already told us you have your, your you're dropping, you have your own label and you're going to have your you know, artists out, but your fans I, I, still want to know what you got going on. I got two new videos out right now. They just dropped with, I just dropped two new videos within the last two, three weeks. Um, one's called 325 AM and one's called Roly. So they can go download the songs. They can check the videos out. And then I got another video dropping on Monday. I'm releasing another video on Monday called Just Like Me, Future My Artist, Trouble in the Flesh. So we, we gonna keep working. I got, I, got, I got a bunch of stuff coming out on the music side. I'm dropping an EP in December, um, seven songs. So right after the um, BMF ends, like right after that last episode, probably like a week later, I'm going to drop an EP because I know they're going to want some more sake. We're going to give it to them. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'm excited. I actually watched 325 this morning when I was getting dressed. So. <laughs> oh, wow. But, um, hey, I just I'll be honest. <laughs> your favorite music yeah. when you get dressed. Like, I love it. What'd you think about That's it? it. What'd you think about it? It was a, no, it was a vibe. It was a vibe. It was different, different Zane, oh, for sure. A Definitely a different Zane. You know, um, but I love it though. I, I, I love the new direction. You, you evolve, so you can't stay the same. So I'm, I'm with the new Zane. That's why, we, that's why I really had to ask that BMF, question because I'm looking forward. We in BMF mode right now with the music, man. I think um, this BMF also, just to end it on this, it gave me a chance to do, do different type of music too, because, you know, I was in all these family movies and I was such a, a um, commercialized face because my music was mainstream and that a lot of people couldn't picture you doing some type of music. Like I've been doing hood music and trap music and gangster music all my life, but then you put out those one, two singles for the girls and people think that's just all you do. So I think the BMF with the, with the imaging and stuff like that, and you know, people are able to see a different side of me. So now I'm putting that in my music, like 325 is dark, it's dark, it's flashy. Is is you know I got a two hundred on my neck, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's real. It's but the fans can relate to that when you watch BMF and you go watch three twenty five, you're like, yeah, that's Saki right there. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, without BMF, honestly, I might have not been able to put that song out because it's just the perception that people already have. Yeah. So I feel timing is everything. I, I kind of jumped off the stop doing music for a minute. I stopped doing music, but just laid off for a minute. And this BMF thing is just you know, the imaging is just the right image, man, because I, I relate to I relate to this gangster shit. You know what I'm saying? Like that's my dad was a gangster. It's like all, all my so music I love. I grew up to Snoop. I grew up to Pac. I grew up to Dre. So I'm just in my element now. I'm being able to finally do the music again that I feel like I want my fans to hear. And you know, I'm still keeping it cool, but they're gonna see a little difference. A little different from you know, it's been it's been 15 years. So you can't yeah. come back with that type of music. 
And I hope that my fans, I grew with y'all. So I hope that y'all can grow with me, you know? Agreed. That's all. I hope y'all can grow with me. They're here. They're still here. I just want to thank you guys one more time. Thank you to Miles B, Lil Zane. I appreciate you guys so much. And everybody remember, lock in because we got the most gangster interview we have. Oh, thank you. Thank I'm you. Look, um, my, my, my AKA is the fashion gangster. <laughs> you know what? When you said that after I said, yo, you so fly gangster. You said fashion gangster made sense. And I just wanted to end it on, man, um, this Sunday is a big night for us. I know we had a glitch earlier this week, um, but, you know, we can't cry over spilled milk this Sunday. It's about to be super, super, super excited for the fans. Episode. You do not miss this episode. Make sure you guys tune in. It's 8 p.m. on Sunday. If you don't got the Stars app, get the Stars app. And these last two episodes are really, really going to seal the deal for the BMF fans. So please stay tuned in. Um, only going to set you up for the second season, man. It's going to set you up for the second season. It's, it's going down. So, And we just want to say thank you to you for like, I want to say thank you for um for spending the time with us and for just being so invested in the show, making it the number one show in the world. We appreciate it and we love you. Thank you. All right, appreciate love that. Love you guys, bye. Thank you so much, bless Thank you. you, Tasha, 